Hey, my loves. Okay, I wanted to address this real quick while it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, and it is motivational, and I decided to press play. Um, okay, so this was one of the things I learned from listening to um, Bob Proctor earlier this morning in the wee hours on a Saturday morning. Um, before I took my little Bruno for a walk, we went for a walk around 8.15. So, yeah, um, I've been waking up to trade in the market um, six o'clock, I like to look at the what's going on, take my notes, have my little morning ritual of getting my water, lighting my um, money, attracting incense, having all my notebooks and stuff like that. And, um, you know, opening all my tabs and stuff. And so so anyways, I woke up by, by yeah, six o'clock, 615. I was awake and I watched about a good hour, hour or so of Bob Proctor before I went for a walk in the morning. But um, one of the things that he said is that there are three ways that we can make money. Um, there's the bottom tier where a lot of us will trade. We have been conditioned to trade our time for money. And this is going to be important, especially if you're going to go into trading, because I think it's one of those hangups where you're going to hit that wall. And I promise you um, I think it has a little bit to do with why I kept running back into the market. So let's let's kind of go to the other two and come back, okay? So at the bottom tier, 96% of us have been conditioned to trade our time for money. So we say we have to spend lots of hours, blood, sweat, and tears in order to get, you know, some money, some currency to go pay for a mortgage, pay for our bills, pay for our car notes, travel, vacation, whatever, what have you. Um, The second tier of us have been taught, and this is also so important, especially if you're going into trading, is that you need, it takes money to to make money. The good news is I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, you can start with a very small account, you know, 200, 300, $500 and grow your account, right? And then um, there's 3% of the population that understands that that is one way of making money, that you put your money to work for you. They say money is a wonderful servant, but it's a terrible slave. And money is, um, money, uh, hold on, it will come running to you if you call it. Hold on, that's a good one too. I wrote it, so money cannot talk, but it can hear. And if you call it, it will come running to you, right? The So 3% of us understand that it takes money to make money. 96% of us have been conditioned to exchange massive amounts of time to make money. And 1% of us understand that... Um, we need multiple streams of income. And so we take our time, okay? We take our time to generate multiple streams of income. We take our time to think about how we can generate multiple streams of income, right? And what was happening is, and, and, and this is going to be so interesting because if you are coming from working a nine to five or you've 
ventured onto the entrepreneurial side. Um, I've, I've worked as a real estate agent and life insurance, life and health insurance, and the massive amounts of hours I have put in and going out and talking to people and advertising and just grew it just for it to pay out in a little bit. And I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't and that there's anything easier than that. But when it came to me trading, um, this is my second go round with trading. A lot of you know that. Um, and so a lot of it, the reason I went for about a year and a half without trading was because of some mental hangups that I had. So here I am, I've been doing the inner work and working on my, my body, my mind, my thoughts. And along that, I've been taking notes and I understand that it is important for my, me to align myself with what it is that really, you know, tickles my fancy. And so I'll never forget, I do want to make sure to pay tribute to this too. One of my favorite content creators uh, simply simply said, I consider her to be kind of like my online virtual auntie, right? And she, you know, every once in a while we'll talk about, you know, her being on a trade or listening, you know, in the stock market. And so I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I really love that she's doing that. And I will never forget, it was maybe, and this is kind of what made me decide to just go back in. And this is why it's so important for you to try things on for size too. And why representation matters, right? Because I'll never forget Auntie simply said, um, all I've been doing is trading QQQ and I'll never forget it. I sat up in bed and I was like, what? Because the way I had been taught and conditioned is kind of like, you're just in all of these different calls and, you know, doing all these different options and buying this and buying that and trying the iron butterfly and, you know, doing puts and doing all this different stuff. And it was just really overwhelming, but that's okay. I don't ever want to discourage that because some people are going to, they're going to love to do covered calls all day, every day. There's going to be people who want to do leaps. There's going to be people who want to do all the, the, so many different names and things that are out there. Some people might only do puts on on all stock you know all kinds of stock there might be people who trade forex there might be people who do binary options right but when she said only qqq i was like what oh my gosh i can i, I can totally do that that makes so much sense because she's only focusing on one stock and you get to know the stock and you get to understand how it moves and you're not having to jump from tree to limb and all this other stuff. I'll never forget it. When I tell you I put together my funds in less than 60 days after I heard her say that, I want to say it was closer to 45 days. Could have been less. It could have been 30 days. Really, quite frankly, once I heard her say that, I was like, you know what? The funny thing is I was like, oh, I'm going to trade QQQ. When I started searching for how to trade QQQ, for, I, I was because the other day, um, a lot of you, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of some paperwork and I'm gonna launch a new channel. Um, I decided to go ahead and launch a new channel, and we'll talk a little bit more about why I decided. Because even up until yesterday, I was like, I don't care, I don't care. You're gonna take the whole part of me. I'm just gonna keep it on musings of a divine feminine. But a lot of momentum over the last 24 hours on why I'm gonna do a separate channel. I'm still gonna have musings of a divine feminine. Don't worry, but your girl's not going anywhere. Okay. 
Um, if anything, I'm just going to expand. But um, just the other day, I was like, wait a minute. And some of you, when you're hearing this, when you hear what the name of my channel is, and you know, you see me growing that and cultivating that side of it, you're going to laugh because even yesterday, I was like, how did I end up doing spy and not QQQ? I don't know how, how I ended up on, on um, spy. But again, remember in the po- podcast before this one, I talk about how it's okay to try things on for size because you're going to be attracted to something that's in the lane of what you want. And then now you figure out, does it fit? Do you like it to fit like a bodycon dress? Or do you want it to be more of like a roughly feminine fit? Or or do you want something that's more for comfort? So it's still clothing. It's still a t-shirt. It's still in the color that you want it to be. It's still something that you're attracted to. You just have to try it on now to see if, you know, so you know you want to do trading. You know that you can be successful doing it. There's something about it that piques your interest. Some of some of you like the adrenaline junkie type of stuff. And some of you like the just going in, collecting your check every day and, and keep going. And some of you like the long-term like planning and stuff like that. So that's kind of like some of the ranges that are out there that are available to you when you're trading. So that was interesting. I was like, next thing you know, I'm trading spy. I love it. Yesterday was my 10th day. I'm getting the hang of it. Um... And so, but here's one of the mental hangups that I, I realized when I heard Robert Proctor this morning. Um, and it was, a, it's a, basically an hour and 17 minutes. I only listened to like the first hour because the rest of his um, video had to do with the, with the, um, a pitch. He was trying to sell his program and I knew that I was going to listen to the rest of what I'm listening to now, which is a 10 hour um, audio version of You Were Born Rich, right? right? The complete 10-hour seminar. It's on Your Success TV in case you want to check it out. You can listen to it in little bite-sized pieces as you're driving, uh, going about your day and stuff like that. When he said, 96% of you have been conditioned to trade your time for money, Let me kind of explain the the last couple of days. So I've been journaling. And one of the things I noticed is that when I would, I would have my, all of my first trades were successful. So trade one, two, three, and four have been successful. And the, the last few losses that I've had, I've had three days where I had negative days <clears throat> um, in its entirety. I had one where my my profit was so much higher that I still came out in the pos- in the positive. But when I think about it in introspect, the three days that I had losses um, in spite of my wins is because I went back into the market after I had hit my profit and my goal for that day. And on two of those three occasions, I said, you know what? I hit profit for today. It is um, I finished at one point, I remember one of the times I finished at 8.45 and I all I had to do was just get up and go walk away and go get some breakfast and go for my walk. But no, I decided to just sit there and I, I remember actually on the second day, uh, no, yeah, it was the second day because the third day I had losses for a different reason and that's okay. We're going to talk about that um, 
I'm going to record that tomorrow. I am kind of taking a little bit of a Sabbath. And so it is a little bit hard because I do like to stay somewhat active, but I'm allowing myself to just not do any work work stuff until I, I, I'm not in the religion anymore, but I've, I've always kind of like just stayed in keeping a Sabbath of sorts or a seventh day of sorts and stuff. So, but, so I'll record that tomorrow. Um, and I will be doing it from a, um, I want to say from a YouTube channel, I'll probably upload it to Museums of Divine Feminine. And when I'm done with the other channel, setting it up and getting all the paperwork in, then I will, um, transfer it over there. And I would run back into the market. And I remember the second day that I had my loss, I remember my thought was, okay, I've made profit. It's still early in the day. Um, but you know what? Since the market is open, let me just sit here and watch everybody else, you know, take their profit. It's not going to do any harm. So when I heard Robert Proctor say, a lot of us have been conditioned to take to exchange time for money immediately it clicked i said the reason you're not walking away and closing down your laptop and just walking away when you make profit for the day that the designated profit that you've made for the day is because you feel that you have to sit there for the full eight hours that the market is open and you feel that you have to stay there until 10 30 and you've been conditioned to just i remember when I used to work my nine to five, um, uh, I worked my way up through the through the through the ranks. Literally started from the cafeteria, in the dish room, and I remember how much pride I took in just the dish room. Got promoted to cashier, and then from there started to work um, corporate, not corporate, but like in office settings because. You know, it was one of those things. People kept taking chances on me along the way. And my recommendations were so high, even coming from out of the cafeteria, that it was just kind of like, we have to have this girl. We have to have her on our team type of a thing. And that's how it's always been. Every Well, for except for one job, one job, <laughs> you know, I, I in hindsight, and we ended up working together um, and I ended up apologizing to her and it came full circle because, you know, sometimes we have unhealthy attitudes about our, our bosses and employers. And I just didn't like that she was correcting me on some of the things. Mind you, a job, a corporation is supposed to run smoothly and efficiently and there's little room for error. So they were doing the right thing, but I let my ego dominate. And so I wrote my letter of resignation. I had my other job lined up and, you know. <laughs> that was that. But outside of that, um, even like I said, it came full circle to where she really enjoyed working with me and I really enjoyed working with her. And I, I had developed um, my understanding of business. I was a business major and I started to understand why she had to address it and how it was important for me to also want to perfect my my craft, you know, and be professional for my own rights. I'll, I mean, I can remember one of my favorite professors. One of my first classes I took, I want to say was freshman, sophomore year in business administration. And she taught us about the importance of our correspondence and our memos and how we write things and the precision and how important it is to convey the message and to be responsive and customer service. All of those things, I carried them with me. So, but 
And so I remember, because remember, we're talking about, you know, starting my career. And then the last 10 years, I worked in one office for one office in particular. So worked my way up through the ranks. And then the job before that, I was there for five years. Um, It was still in the campus, same campus setting. But the last 10 years, I at this point, I've perfected it. I mastered it. And I found myself getting bored. And towards the end of that um, 10 years, I got so bored. And I knew that for one, I had gone to school for business administration. So I always had the desire to be entrepreneurial, to have something of my own. And so um, I remember studying for my real estate exam time for my real estate exam in the downtime. And I would just every time I finished my tasks, I was so good at it that by 12 o'clock noon, I would be done and I would be bored, you know, and I, I would take classes and then I would finish my homework assignment and I would still be bored. So I had been conditioned at that point. For years that once I was done with my task, you just sit there and you run the time down. And it was at at a point also towards the last year that even though I was salaried, I still had to clock in and out. So, um, before, um, I could leave the office and, you know, if I wanted to, I'd go to the mall or, you know, go run some air, very few and few between, you know, when I say that I probably did like what, two or three times a year. But I mean, and that's when it came really bad in the summer where it's kind of like, I'm done. There's, you know, summer hours, no one is here, done, right? And so, but I had been conditioned that it's like, well, I remember just sitting there, I would take my stuff, take it to the car so that when it's time for me to clock out at five o'clock, you know, everything would be in the car. I would lock down the office, you know, check everything in the environment. But just if you, even if you hear it now, just sitting there waiting, no phone calls. Everybody has been emailed. You know, I might have done stuff for the rest of the week as far as I could get. I've ordered all the supplies and just really stagnant type of, of energy. And then when five o'clock came, I would check out. And a lot of you that are going to be going into trading, you're going to set your profit. You're going to do all of these right things, but you don't understand the the reason you're running back into the market and you're staying there. And then sometimes it really does end up hampering you is because you feel that once you've made profits, you still have to stay there. And because the market is open, you have to, to go back in. And because the market is open, you have to to get more trades, right? And to keep repeating, excuse me, the same activity. And so I want you to kind of just pay attention to that. If when you, and everybody's going to have a different strategy and it is possible, there are going to be days where you are going to wait until like, for example, my mentor told me, um, I need to be done trading in the first four hours. If once it's 10.30 Pacific Standard Time, so from 6.30 to 10.30 is, is when I'm more likely to have momentum in my trade. Um, and then by 10 to 10.30, which is around 12, 12.30 Eastern Time, then it's time to just wrap it up, you know, um, type of a thing. And so... 
for some of you, sometimes I have gone, I want to say like two, two to three hours before I get into a trade. I would make the trade and I kid you not, I have several trades even over the 10 days within a matter of seconds, like within 60 seconds, a hundred, you know, two minutes, five minutes, I already filled my order. I hit my profit for the day. But I said, you know what? It's not 1030 yet. I'm going to stay and I'm going to place another trade. And what was happening is too, is even though in the back of my mind, I knew that I needed to wait for a high probability setup. I, as soon as I hit profit, it's just like this gear switches in your mind where it's kind of like, well, since I'm here, I might as well just keep getting stuff done. I might as well just run back into the office and get stuff done. And I think that we're just going to have to condition ourselves to, to just hit your profit for the day. I talk about the importance of being a 20, 20% pro, um, princess. One of my favorite content creators, I have my four guys. It's actually, so I have my favorite um women that I've just added to my my um YouTube, you know, subscriptions and stuff like that, but they don't post very often. And once you have a certain strategy that works for you, you you don't really need to um kind of be all over, you know, the the place and that type of thing. And so, but um one of them, he just posted about how it's possible to grow your um your small account and when I talk about the 20% princess, 20% profit princess, it's not that I don't believe you can grow your account and um have what they call runners. You know, you buy like 10, 11, 11 contracts and close out 10 and let one run up. I think that at least for the first 30 days of trading, you need to experience what it is to take conservative, consistent profit. And I think that it does a little bit more damage. And thankfully, I'm doing a lot of the mental and the inner work because it doesn't feel good when I'm trying to do things that are a little bit out of like, I have to give myself time to be a princess. I have to give myself a time to practice with the little teacups and to you know, play with the little fake stove, oven and stove and stuff before I really get in where there's fire and hot water and grease and oil and, you know, all these different, and it gets real, real. So 20% is perfect. I've gotten into trades where people were getting, you know, I think was it like 200%, um, um, 48%, 86%. But it did not feel good when I was trying to scale too far up and um, trying to hit these high numbers. And then one of the things, too, is that when it falls back into your profit range and you, you don't have a take profit and you're, you've trained yourself to hold on to that trade versus just being happy with the 20%, especially if it falls back down, it's now you have to unpack and unravel all that stuff. So I would say, in my opinion, at least give yourself the first 30 days. I think that because of the way that I'm journaling, because I wrote day 10 on my, um, so it's one thing to keep track of the dates, but even if you keep track of like, this is day one, this is day two, this is day three. For me, when I wrote day 10, 
I realized how much pressure I was putting my, on myself against giants, people who've been doing this for years. And it was that moment that I was like, wow, you know, you are really trying to to run outside of your league right now. Like you're running. So at least let's celebrate the small wins. Let's stick to the 20% for now. Let's do that consistently. And then the other part of it is going to be for the next 20 um, business days, right? When the market is open, they're open Monday through Friday. For the next 20 business days, go ahead and when you take your profit, right? For the first part of the day, if you're done at 845, close down your laptop, get up and walk away. You can have breakfast. You can go work out early. You can take your dog for a walk. But step away and you are free to go. You are no longer exchanging long hours of time to be profitable. Those days are gone. You know, I'll go ahead and share this. I had shared it before and some of you know. Right now, as I'm sitting here recording to you, my hair is up in a bun. Um, But I've had so much fun just letting it all down and down my back and over my shoulders. Uh, My hair is bright magenta pink. Okay. And I remember before I got the the hairstyle, um, I have the crochet braid. So I have my hairdresser that I go to once a month, every one, you know, every four to six weeks. And I remember one, I wanted a color that I love and I, I've always wanted to do color. But because I started working from the age of 14, I worked as a TA for a um, kindergarten um, perfect teacher for the first four years in high school. And then from there, um, I started working when I came back from Costa Rica. And so I never really got the chance to try the purple here or blue here or here color in my hair. And obviously I talked about how I've always been working all the way up until, uh, 2019, right before the pandemic hit. So I've always had to have a professional image. And so it was this opportunity for me to just get the color that I wanted in my hair. And I was like, I love pink. And so I found a pink color that I really liked. I actually had to order a second color because the first one, it was pretty, but it wasn't long enough. And I like my my hair. Um, Like if it's curly, it has to be on the longer side because I am a tall person. And I, I, I look better when it's longer versus shorter, right? So from the pink, and I remember one of the thoughts was like, oh my goodness, what if somebody, you know, doesn't want to hire you? And I was like, girl, you're not going to be working for anybody ever again in life. And so when I walk out, it's like, I'm unemployable. I employ myself. I work for myself, right? I have my money working for me. Um, I'm still deciding if I want to share like the crypto stuff that I'm in. But um, but we will see, you know, I will just follow my calling and 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 if, you know, some of y'all from here ask it to, to find out which ones they are, I'll, I'll post it and stuff like that. But my money is working for me, too. And so it just feels good that when I walk out, it's like, I know I'm not employable. I don't have to worry about asking you for a job because I work for myself, you know, and I'm not, and, and in a roundabout way, it's a reminder that my pink hair, and I deliberately kind of did this too. 
you know, I, I, um, I'm still trying to decide cause I'm supposed to go back to my hairdresser in, is it like three weeks, two to three weeks? Um, if I want to do purple or there's another purple one, pink that I, that pink hairstyle that I found. Um, but I, every time I look in the mirror or I see my hair, it's this reminder and in a roundabout way, it's now a reminder that I'm no longer trading my time for money. I'm reminding myself, 2023, we are no longer trading our time for money. You know, I go in the market, I make my profit for the day, I've set my goal. And if that means that tomorrow, I will set my goal higher. I have boosted my confidence that to know that I'm capable of, you know, hitting that target, being satisfied in that moment, and then tomorrow I can raise it to that percentage. I can get more contracts. I can scale more, you know, if I need to. But, um, yeah. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to probably title this. I also want to say this too, you know, God has blessed those of you who are kind of been with me. I know, I, I would like to think that even though I'm talking about trading, you can apply this to whatever it is that you're doing in life, right? Um, I want to say this too real quick. So I like to stay end around the 30 minute mark. So let me, but I think it's going to drive home too. Some of you are going to be a little bit more hands-on entrepreneurial. But remember when I was talking about Robert Proctor and how he gave us the formula. And he said, um, the M M3 level, you know, the basic level, 96% of us trade our time for money. 3% of us cha- understand that money makes money. And 1% of us use our time to generate multiple streams of income. We we take our time and our thoughts to generate multiple streams of income. And if you're at that point where you feel like you're just really pouring a lot of time into your business, you know, and exchanging it for that time, it's time for you to rethink how you can use that time to generate more, multiple streams of income. I'm not even saying you have to switch out of that industry or that sector or whatever your business is. I'm just saying you might not be doing it all entirely right. You know, I think about um, how things are going to go for me in life and health insurance. I decided that I'm I'm probably not going to renew my real estate license. It expires in four more years. I just renewed it in January. Um, but I realized I didn't want to be out here in these streets with you big headed people, you know, in this heat. And y'all being indecisive about, but part of it is indecisive, but the market right now is so competitive. But um, I don't want to be out here just going from house to house to house and people changing their minds all the time and enormous amount of time time trying to work with buyers and sellers. Um, And so, but with the life and health insurance part of it, I've decided I want to do the referral um, approach. I think that that is the best, um, exchange for my time, right? 
And I'm going to see, I mean, because, you know, the way that they operate right now is they expect you to be out here talking to people all the time. And, but I know that part of the system is that there's a referral system. And I'd much rather trade. I know that I can make just as much, if not more, than some of my upline in life and health insurance. But guess what? They love that stuff. And here's the thing. I I, I attend the workshops. Um, I attra- attend the sessions. And I take just as much copious notes as they do. But I don't want to be out here having to be required to go to meetings. I don't really necessarily want to be responsible for somebody's, you know, I've already experienced what it's like to um, have support staff. And not only am I having to keep my head on my shoulders, but now kind of making sure that type of mental development, I can do the personal development growth stuff with you here on my podcast. But in terms of having a team of people, and it's a responsibility, right? It's a responsibility because... You know, uh, for example, they went out to the convention in Vegas. And obviously, if you're going to have downline, you're going to have income because they have sold policies and and that type of a thing. But truth be told, there were some other things that I just I um, decided I just didn't want to go. I want to go to Vegas. And the funny thing is, I might even go next week. I'll just go see my little sister. But I just didn't want to go. But that amount of pressure that would have been on me to go because now I'm responsible for all these people. I've exchanged all of, you know, my time for money. I, you know, and so with that being said, I understand that they have a referral system. Not a lot of people have taken advantage of that. But if you see me walking the stage in two to three years, I'm going to be up there with probably pink hair and I'm going to say, listen, it wasn't a popular decision back then. You know, they told us that we had to be out here busting our balls and busting our butts. You know what I'm saying? And busting our JJs to be in the office, calling people, talking to people out and about, you know, connecting with people. Are you on the call? Did you make the meeting? What did you learn? Da, 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 da. Did you take the notes? Did you get to the interview? Did you ask, you know? And listen, if you're like me and you love what you do and you know that you can see people and say, hey, listen, if you want to get a million dollar policy, go to this person. That's the only person I have touched my life insurance policies. I still get a cut. I might be able to listen I cannot wait. I've told you all, uh, one of my favorite people that I, I think I might have mentioned his name. I think if I remember his name is Andy Roman. If you're in business, connect with this man at any, and the thing is his, his consultation is free on top of it. You can find him on, if you type in his name, he's a financial advisor. Oh my word. And I liked it too because it's like, you know what? If you're a business person, go talk to Andy Roman. If you want a million dollar policy, go talk to. Um, I'm still trying to decide how I'm going to go about releasing the information and stuff like that. Um, just because I'm trying to protect my identity, I value my privacy. And so, but, um, and so the tragedy is the only thing is that it d- doesn't mean that I can't really put you, but if you better trust and believe when I'm meeting people out here. When I'm meeting people out here, 
I can't explain everything to you the way that they want me to do it to their protocol. But guess what? She's been doing this for years. She can help you get up that that million dollar policy if you're if you need a policy for yourself for long term care, something that that will give you like an IUL that will give you cash back and stuff like that. Go to her. You know, and type of a thing. So again, we're kind of talking about what what are some things that we can do to exchange our time for money. And if some of you are entrepreneurial, I'm just saying like there's another way. It doesn't mean that you might absolutely just be like, you know what? <laughs> I want to be entrepreneurial and this stream of income is consuming so much time that I don't even have time to think about multiple streams of income. And maybe this is not the best fit for what I really want. Deal with that, process that, and then pivot. Or you might look for other ways to generate more income. And so it's one of those things where, I don't know, you'll have to figure it out. I'm already over the 30-minute mark. But yeah, I think that that's for someone. Because I am aware because I was in the entrepreneurial process. You know, like I said, with real estate and life insurance, ain't nobody got time for all of that. You know, some people do. Some people do. And... um. When I think about my my upline, um, she loves this stuff, okay, and she's freaking good at it. And she, um, her approach to it, she comes from a medical background. And when I think about people with medical background, they are very scientific and exacting and precise, and they understand. Like the inner workings, you know, because when you talk about medical, yes, we're talking about insurance, but the inner workings of how this thing works and she understands the anatomy of, and so when she meets with her clients, your diagnosis is for you and she's freaking good at it. Okay. But, um, but I am aware. And again, this is me understanding that. I don't, the days of me exchanging copious amounts of time for money, those days are done. As I'm looking in my, in my mirror right now in my bedroom at my bright pink hair, the days of me exchanging time for my money are done. I'm going to tell, and I've been meaning to have this conversation, but even as I'm talking to you, this is virtual purple couch um, session, right? When I talk with them, cause I, um, I got my license, y'all, I'm officially an insurance producer, um, and I, 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 that one I will definitely keep for years and years to come. And I plan to grow the business. And when it's my time to go, my niece will inherit my book of business and it will be up to her to either sell the book of business or to continue to grow it. Or if my godson, one of my godsons wants it, or one of my other God kids wants it. And after my niece doesn't want it, whatever. But I'm aware that one of the avenues is, and they have, I wouldn't say it's a loophole, is referral. I, and I learned this from my mom. My mom is very much a networker. Um, I know I'm kind of over my time, but my parents, both of my parents got their insurance policy, their insurance licenses to help me. And we had a little bit of a hang up with the, my upline. My upline got jealous because not only were both of my parents licensed agents under myself, um, and they have, and they're still, I promise you, I came back into the industry and I tried to pivot into my favorite upline, but because they have integrity and I didn't tell them all the mess that was going on, they put me back under my old upline people. 
And so, um, um, because they're, they're, they're not growing, but I know if they did it with me, I know they're probably doing it with other people too. And that's part of the reason why I prefer, like, I would tell you go directly to this person and only let her touch your policies and stuff like that. And I don't, I, this is the thing. This is really, this is really what it is at the end of the day, y'all. This chat and chew stuff, okay? I don't, I don't care about money the way that the average person does. Do I need money to, you know, get my Bentley, my yellow ZL1 Camaro, my mansion in Nevada, you know, travel? Yes, okay? But I've always been provided for. Divine Source has always provided for me. And I've learned that I don't worry about getting paid directly from that person. All I know is that I need to be the plug and connect you to get to this information. I don't give a fuck if I need to get paid directly because they're not under my underline. What's more important to me is you go connect with her and I promise you she's going to set you and your family up for a legacy for years to come. You know, so I might be a little bit of a haga and a heck of a hobble, you know, type of a thing. But, um, but... Um, and so what happened is both of my, not only did I have two licensed a- agents under me because of the way that my mother is, she is a very resourceful person. Not only does she make a lot of friends, um, she also knows like, if you need something for like computers, yard work, health, medicine, clothing, housing, she is your go-to. People call her all the time for stuff. And she will just pull out her little notebook and she will say, what do you need? And, and she will connect you with that person, you know? And so what happened is my mom put together a list of all these people that she knew. And she came up with 86 names of families who could benefit from the million-dollar policy. People that could use life insurance, health insurance people that it would change the trajectory of their of their life and the um wife at the upline she was so rude to my mom and to the point that i was so insulted that my mom refused to go and if my mom's not going my dad sure as hell is not going and i backed off too because you're not going to insult my mom i don't care and um not only did i know how to do with jealousy the other thing too is that Right after my mom gave the 86 names, um, the last couple meetings I went to, she was like, oh, I've been trying to convince my mom. But her whole thing was, well, if this girl's mom is doing it and she's been trying to get her mom in the industry. And guess what? I took almost two years off from that sector and I came back and it sounds like she had put her mom in there. But guess what? Her mom's not involved in it anymore. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just their comic energy. Um type of a thing and and that's what I'm dealing with on this side and at some point I'm gonna have to just grow some ovaries and tell them listen I don't want to be under this um this upline um I will refer to certain people specifically which the the program does allow for that but also um and I'm gonna tell them I'm gonna cite Bob Proctor a lot of them read um a lot of them read books I'm sure they're familiar with Bob Proctor um, once you start to become part of the elite producers, then they give you like secret society books that you can read and stuff like that. Um, but 
I'm gonna side him. I'm gonna say, listen, the days of me exchanging my time for money are done. I'm aware that you have a referral program. Um, I am an introvert, but when I go out and people ask me what I do, I think I would have way more pride and just joy in saying that I'm a trader. But if you know anybody, if you want to gift anybody a million dollar policy, baby policy, or even for, for us regular humans too, right? How to become an instant millionaire. Connect with this person. She will take care of you. And, I, and I'm willing to, you know, live and die off of that. And that's what I plan on doing. And then um, my immediate upline person, I am so protective of her. And I know that she is, um, we were meant for each other, but again, it's just her upline too, which is my upline. And this is why I've talked about this before too. Like when you go into these, um, type of things, like I trust her, but I don't like the people that are above her. And, um, Sometimes when you sign up for stuff, you know, and people are trying to do the right thing, but you really have an upline that sucks, dry, hanging, shriveled up, hairy, musty balls, then, you know, this is why, like, I just pay attention to that kind of stuff moving on. If you're going to do it, just kind of be aware, like, you might say, listen, I'm thankful for you giving me information, but your upline sucks. I'm going to go to over here where they take care of their people type of a thing and so um and and like i said it, it's just kind of interesting on a karmic level like they're 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 exactly where they were two years ago and part of the thing is my um my the person who i came in under um and she didn't even recruit me i recruited myself because i saw what the vision i saw the potential i know we need it in our community right and so there's certain things i have to work out but um she, this is part of the problem and we will have to figure this out. She thinks that me making it to the top is her only way to succeed. You know, in that industry, they talk a lot about like, oh, you're just one recruit away from becoming a multimillionaire. Can you imagine if you have like a, uh, at some point I will share with you some of the people that I would recommend that you would go to. Um... At this point, there's two, and then my upline, if you're kind of like need a CPA or stuff like that. Um, but I would say if, if you go to anybody that's been trained under these two specific people, which coincidentally, they're in the same line, you're going to be good. You're going to be solid. You're going to be taken care of, right? Um, but um, so she's like, when she sees me getting fired up, it's like, okay, she's going to make it. So then now I can ride on her coattails. And it's like, I'm going to make it. I have my own path. I have my own journey, you know, and stuff like that. So I've been doing the inner work. And part of it, too, she just doesn't have the confidence in herself. She doesn't have the confidence in herself to do it. But then again, she's in an environment where... How is she supposed to make it if her upline is jealous, you know? So, and and the husband and the wife are just the same, you know? They're one and the same people. And so if you have somebody that comes in and they have 86 names, do you know that even percentage-wise, you only need anywhere from three to five people in your downline to get to their level? And because of how the how effective 
the program is and how um, the 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 instruments, right? The policies are so competitive. When I tell you, just two weeks ago, I was listening to it and, and the insurance policies, I freaking love that sector so much too because they're always looking for new innovative ways to provide better policies. And I mean, they had like this 10X and this 7X 7x on a million dollar policy sir sir what are you talking about sir like what you know and um um so but because of those two things they have a really good system but they also have really great products like in terms of services like insurance policies for all different kinds of backgrounds and stuff like that the conversion number on 86 people of you calling 86 people at a minimum, you're going to get eight, but then you throw in this added factor that whatever my mom is doing, these people are going to do whatever my mom. And so you're talking about conversion numbers where it could be 20 people, 30 people. It could even be 50, you know, 50 out of 86 people. I mean, we would obliterate and blow them out of the water. And I think they saw the numbers and it just messed with their head. But the messed up thing is, and this is why I, I really love my personality too, because that's why I say like money is important to me. Um, and it's, it was funny because this is going to be a long podcast. It just is what it is. I was listening to Rob, Bob, Bob Proctor. And sometimes you have to be careful what you ask for because you really will get it. And um, it's interesting because I remember listening to some of his stuff before. And I knew back then that I wasn't in the headspace for it. And listening to it now, I knew I wasn't in the headspace for it. But listening to it now, it makes so much more sense, right? He talks about... Um, and this is, this is going to be a takeaway and a gem and definitely a hack if you, and, and it sounds so simple, but if you want to kind of go to the source, go to Proctor, Bob Proctor, you were born rich, complete 10 hour seminar on your success TV. It's from two years ago. Okay. If you want to get more meat to, to why you're going to do that. He told us to write on a um, business card, but I, I actually ordered some three by five cards and I'm going to make them flippable and I am going to review them every day. Okay. So that's going to be part of my daily habit and stuff like that. And I can do that while I'm sitting watching my trades and stuff like that, just waiting for them to close out. You need to write down on a, on a business card, something the size of a business card, your goals and the date that you want to complete it. And it's so funny listening to it again today. A lot of you know I'm listening to the 10-hour seminar. And um, I have put, I remember, so I'm in, I'm in month 24. So 24 months ago, I started investing and diversifying my portfolio. And I said, it's going to take me 36 months to become a millionaire. And guess what, y'all? That's exactly what's going to happen. And I feel like even though there have been a couple of the platforms went down, do you know I'm still on track to become a millionaire in the next 12 months? And so it's so funny because um, I think the trading is going to help with that. But sometimes, you know, 
I do want to help people collapse their timeline to where if they say in the next 12 months, and this is the thing, one of the young ladies, Kelly OG, I talk about coming across her channel. She's a 19 year old and she went from a negative $26 balance to a millionaire in the course of like, I want to say one or two years. So she's still under the age of 21 and she's a millionaire. And it made me laugh because sometimes, you know, we, we rationalize in our mind, well, okay, it took Warren Buffett 10 years. So if I shave off seven years, then three years, 36 months. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Look at the platforms, pivot, do all this stuff. Yeah. 36 months, three years, I should be millionaire. And there are people that are not hindered by those time timelines. Um, you do want to be reasonable, you know, you want to do want to be reasonable and you want to allow yourself to have that portal to grow. I remember I was listening to Shira seven, um, years ago, I've been listening to her for years and, um, she has a manifestation channel as well. Like she talks about spiritual, metaphysical, esoteric stuff. Um, and she said, you know, when you're trying to manifest something, a lot of times we try to manifest something, but we don't create a, we don't have a portal for the money to come to us. So we'll say like, oh, I want to be a millionaire or I want to be, you know, I want $20,000. Well, you have to have an avenue for it to come to you. And that could be a limiting, you know, belief in and of itself, too. I, I saw this young lady. Um, I didn't click on the video, at least not yet. And she's like, how I manifest money without doing anything. And I was like, you got to create that portal, you know. And so it's like if you manifest that you're going to make $20,000 a month, create a journal, do something, you know, sell bracelets or something so that the money can have a way to exchange and come into you. It's the way that I've been taught. But. It's funny because every, just about every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, yep, 36 months. So it's been 12 months. It's been 24 months. It'll be 24 months in August. So next August is like, but I set, I, I set those intentions and that is what is being honored. And so, um, it's funny because right when I hopped on here, um, one of the, the guys, his name is, uh, Randy. Clarney or something like that. Randy something. And so he's one of the students from Bob Proctor. And he talked about how he wrote down on his card that on this exact date, but by this date, he was going to be one of the keynote speakers. And I mean, it happened to the day and it made me laugh just now, just before I came on here, because I was like, oh my gosh, I probably jinxed myself. I told myself I'd be a millionaire in 36 months. And that is exactly what is happening and it's like, okay, at this point, I'm just going to stick with it. I, I definitely embrace if it comes any sooner than that. But, um, you know, just something for you to kind of think about, too. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely went for some hoops and hurdles and stuff like that. But if you really enjoy this comment, this this um, commentary, I would say even if you're not a trader, um you know, some of the stuff will be more technical, but definitely motivational. So definitely hang in there with me. Um, I am going to have a new YouTube channel coming out specifically for the trading side of things. And we're going to be dealing with mindset and and um, technical analysis and stuff like that. And specifically trading spy. Um, 
that's it. <laughs> and then, but I'm, I am still going to keep my musings of a divine feminine. And I think that making that decision is going to make me better at musings of a divine feminine too, because now I really have, you know, just as much or even more freedom to just really do the chit chatty stuff. And, um, end of the day too, I think part of the tipping scale too was when Bob Proctor said you want multiple streams of income. And so, yeah, part of it is like, y'all are just going to accept all of me. And it is still all part of uh, all a part of me. It's really just comes down to two channels. You know, it, who knows? It could be more. <laughs> who knows at the, at this pace? But um, but yeah, it's okay to have the multiple. I actually a couple of the several people that I do follow have a couple of channels, um, and that's okay. You know, and this is definitely not just the end of things. I think that once I have more resources then I can really write more of the books that I wanted to and work with more of the publishers that I wanted to I know that Jupiter is going into Taurus next year and that is really juicy energy great time for publishing um and so I have all these ideas that have I I kid you not if I tell you I have at least four or five books on my laptop that some of them I just need to literally fine-tune some little teeny tiny things Finish a couple of chapters, literally, and just press publish. But um, it just is what it is, right? <laughs> it just is what it is. And so, like, this resurgence of fire and energy, I knew that it would come. And I'm just going to ride it till the wheels fall off. And then when it's time for me to take a break, I will take that much-needed break. And and I understand my how I have ebb and flow, but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't have to protect my mental health too and still know that I'm still blessed and can afford to kind of, you know, navigate the way that I need to. So, but yeah, I hope this was a blessing. I know it was on the longer side, but yeah, the days of us exchanging our time for energy, y'all, this might be the beginning conversation for you and allow yourself to meditate on what that means moving forward as you're starting a new work week how much time are you trading for your money for your energy and you know you can even move to the second level are there things that you can do to make your money work for you welcome over to the trading side welcome we're going to be talking about trading but i'm also going to be talking about investing you know, some of you are just going to be like, you know what? I love being a physician. I love being a cook or a chef or being a stay-at-home mom. I don't really want to be in and out of the markets, but I, I know I want to buy stock. And I'll just tell like, one of my favorites, and not financial advice, but one of my favorites is VTI, Vanguard Trading, in, uh, Vanguard something index, but it's definitely VTI. I've heard VU is another good one, too. It's another... Um, vanguard product those have really great returns on them um some people can do spy but you know just do your due dil diligence on that too and so every time you bring home paycheck or money you just put and put make sure to put it in a um roth ira you can do it in robin hood you can do it in weeble i believe you can do it in e ameritrade and i'm not sure if thinkorswim has it but definitely e ameritrade um e trade and I think Ameritrade and Weeble and Robinhood for sure. Um, just create that tradi that traditional Roth IRA. Make sure you do, do your due diligence because if you take it out in more than in five years, you'll get 
if you take it out in less than five years, you'll get taxed um, heavier, but it also does provide a tax shelter. Um, so, and these are all things that, oh my gosh, we're learning this in the life and health sector um, thing that I'm in. And you also want to look into a SEP IRA and stuff like that. So, and also, you know, I found somebody on my Facebook that, that can make an LLC for me. Yes, I can do it on Zoom, but I'm just going to pay her to do it. So it has been my pleasure, y'all. I'll talk to you later. Bye.